This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. Over the past few years, public health workers have been heavily focused on COVID-19. As positive cases decline, tests and vaccines are readily available, and many restrictions have eased up or ended, there's more time, opportunity, and hopefully less anxiety when it comes to taking care of our overall health. Healthcare workers can get back into routine care and personal visits, and community and public healthcare workers can dedicate more of their time to non-COVID health screenings, treatment, and education. Katie Russell from Warm Springs Community Health defines public health and discusses one health topic specifically and the role they play in addressing it. Public health in general looks at the community as the patient, not like individual patients as the patient. So we generally like to see, you know, what the health of the community is and then identify where the needs are and try to do what we can to fill those needs. And so it's a little bit different than medicine where we look at the individual patients and try to help those individual patients. It's a little bit of a broader view. And so when we look at our community or when you look at a community, usually one of the things that people are in need of is education on sexual and reproductive health. And so generally, most public health authorities will do some type of STD screening and and really help people follow up and get treatment. STDs, you know, is something people don't like to talk about a lot. They don't like to interact with them. They don't want to talk to someone about it. And yet we do find that, you know, they are here, they're in our community, and people are dealing with them. And so we try to find ways to help educate and then get people into treatment. And, you know, ultimately, we would love to not have any STD in our community. That would be wonderful. They've been around for hundreds of years, so I don't think we're going to get to that point. But, you know, if we could decrease what's circulating, then we would just have less infection here in our community. Make an appointment with your health care provider if you have any symptoms, know you've been exposed to an STD, or have unprotected sex. Oftentimes there are not symptoms, and the only way you can be sure is to be screened. Providers can also discuss your risk factors and help you decrease the risk or prevent getting an STD altogether. Katie Russell with Warm Springs Community Health is our guest. She's talking about the importance of maintaining good sexual and reproductive health, specifically STDs. It can be a scary or embarrassing topic for some people. What is important to understand, though, is that most of these infections can be cured pretty easily and that it's usually a far better outcome to find out sooner rather than later. STDs are sexually transmitted diseases. Some people call them sexually transmitted infections because not all of them are technically a disease. But, you know, it's a little bit normative to say STDs. They are infections. You can get them from another sexual partner. So through some type of contact. Um, So that means that your partner was in contact with someone else who had that and then they gave it to you or you had it and then you gave it to another partner. And some of these are not super obvious. You know, generally you think, oh, well, if there was a sore or some type of drainage or something like that, you know, you would notice it. The ones that we see quite often is chlamydia. And that one can be pretty silent and we say asymptomatic, so there's not a lot of symptoms. And so you might not know that you have it and then you pass it on to your partner or your partner doesn't know that they have it and they pass it on to you. The good thing about the ones that we see frequently as far as chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis, those ones are treatable. 
which means that there is a medication that you can get that will get rid of the infection. So that's the good news about the ones that we see frequently. If you are at all at risk, testing is the only way to know for sure. STDs affect people of all ages, but younger people, mid-teens to mid-twenties, account for a significant number of new cases. This makes it super important that if you have a teenager, conversations about sexual activity need to happen. So the ideal situation would be to have never had a sexual partner and then connect with someone who also has never had a sexual partner, then you know that you're not going to bring anything to that relationship. If that's not the situation that you're in, then the next best thing would be to get tested and screened for STDs prior to connecting with that new partner for both of you to get tested and screened and then treated if needed and then, you know, build a relationship with that person. Then if that's not the case, then it would be after the fact. If you have a new partner and then get screened afterwards and then let that partner know if they need to be screened as well. We see that pretty frequently, but it would be better just in general to be screened prior to a new relationship. Screening can happen a couple different ways. Generally, right now, you can do a screening through a urine sample, so you just have to pee in a cup, and then also a blood test, so you do need to get your blood drawn. You can also get screened through a woman's health exam, which, you know, is more involved for a woman, but it also, you know, women's health exam not only screens for STDs, but it also screens for cervical cancer and problems with other parts of the reproductive system. A recent spike of syphilis has been noted in Warm Springs. While other STDs require only a urine sample for screening, a blood draw is needed to test for syphilis. Syphilis is treatable, but if left untreated, it can do severe damage to the body. You can get syphilis by direct contact during sex. Syphilis can also be spread from a mother with syphilis to her unborn baby. Being screened for STDs likely seems much worse than it actually is. But once you get it over with, it can really put your mind at ease. STD testing is a regular part of being responsible and taking care of yourself. Plus, STD tests can be quick and painless. In Warm Springs, the STDs most often seen are chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. Uh, Chlamydia has been around for a long time, and that one is treatable. That one doesn't usually have a lot of symptoms, but one of the problems is if it goes untreated for a while, it can cause infertility, which is kind of true for all of the STDs, but that one in particular is a problem. The other one is gonorrhea, and gonorrhea usually has some type of discharge or something like that. And then the new one that we're seeing is syphilis. And that one is very different. It has three different stages. And so there's kind of like an initial stage and then a middle stage and then like a really latent stage. And the initial stage might just be like a, we call it a chancre, a small sore on the genitals. And then it can progress into like a rash. And then it can progress further into some neuro problems like loss of hearing and some of that. So it can really cause a lot of problems if it goes too long without being treated. These three are treatable, so you can be cured for these. Some of them depend on how long you've had them, but these are ones that you can be cured from. 
Different sexually transmitted diseases have varying symptoms. Some signs could be sores or bumps on or around your genitals or thighs, a weird discharge, burning or increased urination, itching, pain, irritation or swelling, flu-like symptoms like fever, body aches, swollen glands and feeling tired. All of these symptoms can be experienced for many other reasons. And it's also very common that people have no symptoms at all. So getting tested is the only way to know for sure. If you're sexually active, have an honest and open talk with your healthcare provider. Ask them if you should get tested for syphilis or other STDs. Screenings are super important in decreasing the spread of STDs. If you do come up with a positive screen, you will be treated. You'll also be asked about your sexual partners because they might have given it to you or you could have infected them. And that's where contact tracing begins. After a few years of living through a pandemic, many of us will hear contact tracing and think COVID-19. But as Katie Russell from Warm Springs Community Health reminds us, contact tracing has always been a part of the work they do. If you do come up you know, with a positive test, positive screen for one of these, chlamydia, gonorrhea, or syphilis, or anything else, those are the top ones that we normally see. This is where most of our contact investigators and contact tracers were first introduced to contact tracing. Most of the contact tracers and contact investigators, you know, were first starting to do all of, you know, get their skills from, from contact tracing for STDs. And so that is really, you know, just trying to, to decrease the spread. And so, you know, if you come up positive, then yes, we want to know who you've had sexual contact with. And we want to let them know that, they need to be treated as well and screened. And so that's really where a lot of our contact tracing skills have come from, is just trying to, to stop the spread of STDs. Because they are a communicable disease that can spread and there's a way to prevent them and stop it. You can't always tell if you have an STD just by the way you look or feel. It's extra important to get tested if you've had unprotected sex. And there are a few things people can do to decrease their risk. So, there, you know, there are some ways to protect yourself. One would be to use condoms or to have only one partner and be both be screened. You know, to be screened frequently if you have multiple partners and to use protection with partners. That will help decrease your risk. Thank you for listening to the Warm Springs program on 91.9 FM KWSO.